Hey guys, welcome to Oracle Aura, a space to absorb information for your soul's vibration, where we talk about all things metaphysical, holistic, and spiritual methods for self-development. My name is Jada Christina, and I will be your host today. So today, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I am kind of in a funk. (laughs) I started recording an episode and I decided to just wipe it and start completely from scratch because I just want to talk about something that feels really deeply authentic to me right now and that is worthiness. Worthiness is something that shows up time and time again in my life And whether you realize it or not, it may even be showing up in your life too. And a lot of the times, the things that we want in life are only on the other side of us feeling worthy of receiving them. So whether it's the partner that you want, or the job that you want, or the business you're creating, or even the car you want to drive, you know, it doesn't have to be something um, even super deeply meaningful. It can just be something that you imagine having in your life. So much of the time, we're pushing these things away from us by thinking that we're not worthy of them. And why do we do that? Why do we self-sabotage? Well, there's a lot, (laughs) a lot of reasons that we could be doing this, but ultimately it comes from the beliefs that we carry. And so, so, so much of the time, those beliefs aren't even ours, meaning those beliefs came from other people. And that's not to put the blame on other people. It's nobody's fault, but... We have the capability and the power as conscious human beings to go back and say, you know what? No, that belief isn't serving me and I choose to release that. I choose to let that go because that is not serving my highest good and that's keeping me from the things that I want to achieve and I want to experience in this 3D reality. I actually was originally recording today about inner child work. And deep down, I think that's because so much of our worthiness comes from when we're children. So much of our belief system comes from when we're children. So if you're not familiar with inner child work, inner child work is when you go back and you speak to your inner child. So the child version of yourself that still lives within you. And this is where most of your limiting beliefs will have come from. So Maybe your beliefs are around money. Let's say you're wanting to manifest more money in your life. But growing up, you always heard things like money doesn't grow on trees or uh, what do you think? I'm made out of money. (laughs) And, you know, maybe you even heard things about rich people being bad and greedy. And those things are just limiting beliefs. Those things Those beliefs are just beliefs that keep you away from the things that you want. Because really, when you think about it, money is just a tool, right? It's not inherently good or bad. It's the way people use it or the way people earn it that's inherently good or bad. So, yeah, it's really up to us to go back and say, okay, is that actually my belief or is that someone else's belief? So, 
whenever you start to have these things come up, whenever you think about the things that you desire, let's take a moment and just think about what it is that you truly desire. What is it that you in this moment truly desire? Is it a specific job? Is it to live in a certain place in the world? Is it maybe to move out of the country that you're from? Is it, you know, to create something? Is it to learn a new skill? Just take a moment to really think about that. Maybe you even pause this and take a moment to journal that down. And then ask yourself, what is keeping me from that? What's holding me back from that? What's getting in my way? Because 95% of the time, I would say, the thing that's getting in our way is us. It's not, you know, our circumstances or, and don't get me wrong, I know that circumstances play a factor in things. They absolutely do. But so much of the time it's us and our own minds and our own belief systems that are keeping us from these things that we desire and the truth and the reality of it is that what you desire is there for a reason you desire the things that you desire in this life because you have the capability of achieving them and that doesn't mean that necessarily you have all of the skill set that you need to achieve it right now but it means that you have the capability of achieving that thing so whatever it is maybe you need to adopt a new skill set maybe you need to you know, learn something new. I guess that kind of goes along with adopting a new skill set. But maybe you need to, you know, put yourself out there or maybe it's something about turning inward. Maybe it's a maybe the first step is asking yourself, why am I worthy of this? So any desire that you have in your soul is because you have the capability of making it your reality. Nobody's going to come and give you a pass and say, you know what? I have decided that you are worthy of this. No, you have to decide within yourself that you are worthy of it first. And that is the very first step of letting your desires become a part of your reality. And let me tell you this. Let me reassure you on this. First of all, I just want to say so much of the time that I'm talking on this podcast, I feel like it's my highest self talking to me. Like these are things that I need to hear myself. You do not need anything outside of yourself to make you more worthy of magnetizing your desires than you already are. You are innately worthy of all that you desire. No degree or skill set or other person or material object is going to make you more worthy of achieving what you desire. Let's talk about jealousy because this is something that really coincides with unworthiness so much of the time we can look at someone else doing what we want to be doing and say oh man that person's there and I'm here that person doesn't deserve that or that person didn't suffer enough or it was too easy for that person they cheated and immediately it's like this game of pedestals like we have to either put ourselves up on a pedestal and put them down or really usually when we're feeling like like that 
like we have to be on a pedestal it's because we're seeing them on a pedestal but the reality of it is if you are looking at someone and it's evoking emotion in you that is your soul saying that you're capable of doing that it's up to you to decide how you process that emotion so sometimes innately that might just come out as jealousy but you have the capability to reprogram that and to decide okay this person is you know a digital nomad that is amazing that's inspiring I'm going to let that inspire me and use that as confirmation that okay that person can do that thing that means I also can do that thing because I feel so inspired by seeing them do that. Just try that in your day-to-day life whenever you start feeling jealous or envious of someone for something and you'll start to notice a shift in your energy. You'll start to notice this feeling of limitlessness within yourself because we really are all mirrors of each other. Whenever you see someone doing something that you want to do, That's just your soul saying, hey, that inspires me. I want to do that. Let's try that. (laughs) And the cool thing is, too, you may do whatever this person's doing, but it's going to be in your own unique way. Like it's going to be even better and more suited for you when you do it your way if you let your authenticity shine through because... Being inspired by someone and copying someone are two totally different things. Like I can talk about a message that I heard and allow my authentic inner voice to come through and it's going to be completely different than someone else who's talking about it in their own way because I'm letting my authentic self come through. But if I were to just regurgitate things that I heard from other people, then, you know, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. (laughs) Now, coming back to the inner child and these beliefs that we develop when we're kids. So not just around money, but also around dreams and goals and things that you want for your life. So much of the time, we have these, like, grandiose ideas when we're little kids, right? I mean... Don't get me wrong, of course, if a four-year-old says, I want to be an alligator when I grow up, (laughs) obviously he's not going to grow up and be an alligator. I don't know, maybe he'll be like a mascot alligator (laughs) or something, but anyways. (laughs) A lot of the times, whenever we have these creative ideas, these ideas that are out of the box and they're not your traditional, you know, doctor or lawyer careers that we want to go for our parents or society just shit all over it and they say no you can't do that that's not realistic and maybe that's your parent coming from a place of love because they want life to be easy for you but really that's like taking away your authenticity and that's I'm not saying this so you can call up your parents and be like how dare you squash my dreams of being a writer when I was eight like it's not on them necessarily but this is just for you to have that awareness blame is a waste of time honestly blame like blaming people and putting it outside yourself is like giving away your control that's like saying you know I was (sighs) I don't want to generalize because obviously there are bad things that happen, but like 
blaming your parents for, you know, oppressing your dreams when you were seven or eight years old is not going to do you any good in any way. Like, you can do that if you want. By all means, this is your journey. Do you, boo-boo. But, like, blaming others for what you have control over now is just a waste of time and it's just taking away your own power like you have the power to be victorious in your life if you decide that it's really all about the mindset that you are choosing so anywho coming back to your parents and maybe what they had to say about your dreams and goals or maybe it was even a teacher you know maybe you told a teacher that you wanted to be a writer when you grew up and maybe your teacher had a bad experience where they tried to be a writer and they didn't make enough money at it and they had to settle or whatever and so maybe in some part of their heart they think they're protecting you so usually When someone is projecting their fear onto you, it's because one, they feel small and they feel limited. And usually when people feel limited, they don't feel like the people around them are limitless. (laughs) They feel like everybody else is also equally as limited as they are. So maybe you tell your teacher this, you know, I want to be a writer and your teacher tells you, oh, well, writers they don't make any money like they you'll fail at it you know you can try absolutely you can try but that's really like a moonshot you know that's like a really that's a that's a lofty goal or whatever and that has more to do with them than it does with you but Let's say you did do that. Let's say you did share your dreams and your goals with, you know, someone who was an authority figure in your life and they told you that you couldn't do it. This is extremely common, especially for creatives, especially for artists. We get told that, you know, your path is going to be much harder and this and that and the other by people who are working at jobs that they settled for. And so it's up to you as a conscious adult to look back, to take the time to look backwards on your life timeline and say, you know what? That is that person's belief, but I'm going to reclaim the dream and the power within me and align with my purpose and trust that I had that calling because I have the capability to achieve and create that in my life that's up to you to do and like I said taking the time to you know blame them for saying that is not going to do you any good it's just going to waste your time so it's really up to you to go back and if you've internalized this belief of oh that's going to take me a long time or that's going to be much harder for me then It's up to you to take the steps to heal from that. And so one of my favorite tools to heal from limiting beliefs is EFT or tapping, where you're tapping on the meridian points in your body and you're saying the limiting belief and you're releasing it and then you're replacing it with a more empowering belief. Now, one thing I also want to touch on is worthiness and relationships. So... A lot of the time our past experiences will kind of project this filter onto our future relationships. I myself in my early 20s, 
and in my teens, I was not good at relationships. Like I, and you know, air quotes good because we're just humans having an experience of learning, right? So I totally was just very, um, I was like an emotional roller coaster. I blamed my emotions on the other person and I didn't cheat or anything, but I just, I can see where my energy would have been a lot to coexist with. And a lot of that was me looking for my worthiness in the other person, like me thinking, oh, I'll know that I'm lovable when I find someone who loves me like this. And I didn't realize until much later, I wish I could go back and like shake my early 20 something year old self. But I didn't realize until much later that my self-worth is what attracts a partner who also one values themselves and two values me. So the way that I love myself teaches my partner how to love me. And so when I wasn't loving myself, when I was doing things like consistently numbing myself with alcohol and going out and getting, you know, trashed and, you know, going to UCF parties with my friends, I wasn't treating myself well. So how could I expect somebody else to treat me with love and respect? I wasn't even treating myself with love and respect. I was looking outside of myself for that. But then I was just also attracting people who, one, were not treating themselves well and in turn not treating me well. So it's all kind of this reflective mirroring experience that we're having. And in relationships, I also found that me feeling like I wasn't a good partner made me think that that's just how I was. Like I just wasn't a good partner. And so by taking, I took a year to myself where I just really learned how to love myself and how to take care of myself and how to nurture my spirit. And by doing that, I attracted a partner who loved me the way that I wanted to be loved because I knew how to love myself. So I set that bar. I decided, you know what? I am worthy of being treated like a queen. I am worthy of eating well and having quality time and being loved and being fully accepted. But I had to do those things for myself first. So whether this is showing up in your relationships or it's showing up in your career or it's showing up in your relationship with money or it's showing up in your dreams, your worthiness and you deciding I am innately worthy is the first step in manifesting anything that you desire. And anything that you desire, I know I've said this like 20 times in this episode already, but you desire that because you are capable. You are 1000% capable of bringing that to fruition. And the thing that's going to make it easiest to take all those little baby steps to get there is not just trusting in the universe, but trusting in yourself, knowing that you are innately worthy. You don't need anything outside of yourself, not another person, not a job, not a car, not the money to decide that you are worthy because you are innately worthy just by being here. Like literally, that's it. Right now, in this very moment, right this second, in your car, wherever you're listening to this, 
You are worthy of everything that you desire. There's a quote, I believe it's by Rumi, and it says, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the ocean in a drop. And I love that quote because honestly, both are true. You are a drop in the ocean, but you're also the ocean in a drop. Your potential is so beautifully limitless. And all of the limits that you feel that you have are beliefs. They're literally just beliefs. And they're only true because you have decided that they're true. Take a moment to look at someone that is successful who came from you know, not the most favorable circumstances. Think about Oprah, who grew up, you know, on the south side of Chicago, or Dean Graziosi, who is dyslexic, but has best-selling novels. Like, all of these people decided at some point in their journey that they were worthy. And I have goosebumps talking about this right now because it really is true. No matter where you are, those desires are in your heart for a reason. So I hope that you will listen to those desires and those callings in your heart. And before we go, I do want to let you guys know that right now in April, I have two spots open for one-on-one soul coaching. So if you're ready to have some assistance with getting those energetic blocks out of your way, getting out of your own way, aligning with your higher purpose and bringing your visions to life, pop over to oracleaura.com slash get started and you can learn more about soul coaching. Also, if you guys want a little freebie, a little free goodie, um, pop over to oracleaura.com slash good morning. And I've got a free little morning ritual bundle on there for you guys. It's got a meditation and a list of 44 journal prompts for connecting with your highest self. I definitely felt like I was channeling when I was writing that list. It all just flowed out of me like magic. It was amazing. So yeah, that's oracleaura.com slash good morning. And that's all for today, guys. You are innately worthy just by being you. You are the ocean in a drop and you have everything you need within your soul to go out and get what you desire in this life. And I hope you guys have a beautiful day. If you enjoyed this episode, please pop over to your favorite podcasting platform and write a positive review. I would appreciate it so much. Namaste, friends.